Welcome to the 2B1 Life Epic Journey Podcast. I'm Sonny Zentmeyer and along with my amazing bride, Cindy, we believe that God has created marriage for an epic and heroic journey. Every great adventure and expedition has a desire for victory, a strategic plan, and guides along the way. Everyone wants a marriage that wins. And we want to encourage you to live different, to love different, and to finish strong as we follow God's plan for oneness through the wilderness here on earth. We're so grateful you're here, and we believe that God will prompt you to discover His plan for your marriage as you live out your adventures together. Hey everybody, it's Sonny and Cindy, and we're glad you're here. We're going to have some fun today, since our topic is lighten up and laugh. Yep. I don't know if we're going to be able to get through it all. <laughs> I don't know about you, but we enjoy a good laugh and being in the company of others that enjoy laughter is really Absolutely. uplifting. Yeah. Hey, Cindy, have you ever seen that reel that shows a guy on the subway and he's talking on the phone and everyone can hear him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then <laughs> he starts laughing and 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 you know he starts laughing about something on the conversation. They can of course can't hear the other side of the conversation. Right. They just hear him. But then he starts laughing harder and harder. And pretty soon everyone on the subway is at least smiling. And some are like trying to hide the fact that they're entering into his conversation. But then they're starting to bust out laughing. Yeah, it's like the whole subway. That's train, right. You the, know? Yeah, the, the, the whole car yeah, is just car. just everybody's going crazy. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. So funny. <laughs> I know it makes you laugh just thinking about it. Does, it does, it does, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I saw that on um, Instagram and it was um, Good News Movement. And uh, I love following them. If y'all don't follow them, you should. You'll get a lift and be encouraged and sometimes even a laugh, but it, it, it's pretty cool. So follow that if you don't. But laughter is contagious and it's almost something you can't even help when you're around someone and they just start to laugh and it just kind of builds up inside of you. It really right? does, and, and yes. Pretty soon it, it just, it has to come out. It has, it has to. to, right. <laughs> so it's been so interesting because over the years, Cindy and I have noticed that there have been times in our marriage where we just are not laughing much. And we've come into realize it's, you know, it's been a measure of sorts, yeah. <laughs> more like a red flag, I yep. guess. You could say that when we find ourselves not enjoying things and laughing about stuff and we've gotten too serious and it's time to lighten up and change that. Yeah, it really has become like a marker for us. Like one of us will finally say, hey, we're not laughing enough, right? And But, you know, we'll intentionally start looking for things to laugh about. And, man, it changes the atmosphere of our home. It's just, it's a really healthy activity to persist, participate in on so many levels, like right. mentally, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, physically. And so it's just a really uh, great great activity right it sure is yeah. hey so so before we really get into it let's pray all right lord we just thank you again for uh, joining us all together and uh, we just really appreciate your inviting us into this unbelievable adventure you call marriage lord we just ask that you'd be with with us as we uh, enjoy each other during this podcast but those that are listening lord we just ask that this would be an encouraging word that they would be uplifted that they'd be strengthened and that they would apply some of these great things that you've taught us uh, on how to enjoy each other and enjoy you in jesus name we pray amen amen 
Yes, so ask yourself this question. Are you having fun in your marriage? Are you laughing about stuff, both with each other and maybe even at each other? (laughs) Or have you become so serious that nothing is funny and you're choosing to be offended even at the things that are meant to be silly and funny? Yeah. Are, Are you experiencing a time of grief and sadness in your life? Hey, these are all good questions. If you're not going, if you're if you're going through a tough time right now, then God has a word for you. In Luke six twenty one, blessed are those who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. I believe God is encouraging you that He will restore you in due time, whatever might be going you might be going through, and that you will be able to laugh again and smile and have happiness. He's with you wherever you are and whatever you're going through. He will get you through it. Yeah, there's another great scripture in Proverbs 14, 13. And I really believe that God is giving us permission to laugh during tough times, even if it's brief. And that it's not going to... It's not going to negate the grief and heartache. It's not going to minimize what you're going through, but it's going to help. Maybe the laughter is going to help you maybe heal. And even in laughter, here's the scripture, even in laughter, the heart may ache and rejoicing may end in grief. And it really reminds me of a time when I lost my dad. When, mm-hmm. I, when we lost dad, you know, we all gathered to celebrate his life. There were some funny stories that were shared at his service and then together afterwards. And the laughter was so helpful at that time, but it didn't take away the grief and the heartache. Um, but it was comforting to have and, and to connect with others during that time. And I, I think it was really part of the healing journey that, had, that needed to take place. So perhaps if you're experiencing some difficulties in your life, in your marriage, introducing some laughter again might be just what you need to help you get through this difficult season. Yes. Yeah, so, so let's do a little reflecting in order to assess where you are right now. Spend a little time thinking back on your relationship in earlier years. Were you more playful and friendly? Did you seek out more fun things to do together? As your responsibilities have changed over time, are you so wrapped up in in meeting the needs and obligations of life that you've forgotten the art of fun and laughter in your relationship? Yeah, I think that's so important. You know, maybe you're the serious one. And your spouse is the one who usually keeps things light, right? I mean, you have to take a look at that. But are you keeping things too serious? Do you need to lighten up? Honestly, if you're the one who tends to be all business and no play, wouldn't it be a great way to spice things up, right? Do right? the unexpected a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah. So what if you were the one to figure out something fun to do for a change? Sometimes being the one to introduce the unexpected can really be exciting and be just what you're what you need, especially if you're undergoing a challenging time or even if there's so much negative going on in the world or when, you know, work is just a drag and you need to come home and lighten things up. Boy, that is so true. And that for me has become sort of um, a, a plan. Right. I didn't used to do it, but over the years, one of my favorite go-tos has been America's Funniest Home Videos. And I, I'm one of those people that strangely gets a laugh out of people slipping <laughs> and falling and doing stupid stuff and crashing. My daughter is the same way. Mm. And sometimes we wonder about ourselves, but it's just something that has always cracked us up. 
And, you know, I don't like it when people look seriously injured, but it's the slapstick type stuff, the stupid antics that people try. It just cracks me up. It always has and it always, always will. will. And it, and, but it's so healthy to laugh. And the other day I was feeling particularly stressed and I, I just came in the house and I said, I need to laugh. I need to laugh. I didn't feel like laughing, but I needed to position myself into the possibility of laughter just so I could help change the way I was feeling. Mm -hmm. And that's something that has been really good for me over the years. I've learned to use laughter as a way to reduce stress. It's natural, right? It's right, a, it's a yes. natural way to relieve stress. And it's just a really good activity for me. And some days I've just come home from work and a really stressful day. You know, as a physical therapist, I help a lot of her people and I'll get home I'll change my clothes get relaxed and decide I gotta watch something funny right now or else this evening is just not gonna go well <laughs> <laughs> right and sure enough I would laugh for maybe about an hour and it would change my state of mind it felt so good I felt so different afterwards and it really does help to put your mind in a different state your perspective lightens up and for a time the world doesn't seem quite so heavy so it is a yeah. wonderful strategy you can kind of wash some of that stress off yes so. yeah it's like, like taking an emotional shower right yeah i'll come <laughs> into the room and i'll start laughing as well and before long you're not even thinking about anything the stress of the day feels gone and you just feel relaxed and it's really a great investment into your health and wellness oh yeah, yeah. you know we're not big tv watchers but it's definitely a time that's just healthy just as healthy for us as going for a jog or exercising but in a little bit different way yeah. now don't get me wrong don't go replace your exercise with yeah, sitting right? on the couch and <laughs> laughing but realize it will physio it will physiologically change your state being a state of being and it will change it in a positive way you know god created us to laugh laugh and he has a has given us laughter uh, to us for a reason, yeah, right. you know, and it, you know, just imagine his laugh. Right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, we need to tap into its power more and be more aware of even using it as a measure of our mental health. If you're not laughing, if you're not laughing at all, it might be just an indicator that you need to address your mental health and your stress level and shift gears. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about how laughter and fun can influence our relationship and how healthy it is for us. So years ago, I became aware of a book by Norman Cousins called Anatomy of an Illness as Perceived by the Patient. Long title. But it was all about how he had been diagnosed with a rare, painful rheumatoid disease. His prognosis was really poor. The outcome really wasn't good. It was going to get worse over time. But he did some of his own research and he, he came to understand that the disease was associated with high levels of stress and so he thought if negative emotions like anxiety and worry can cause chemical changes that aggravated his condition then positive emotions like happiness and laughter might have a positive chemical change that would help it so so cool he posed this question in his book is it possible that love hope faith laughter, confidence, and the will to live have therapeutic value. Do chemical changes occur only on the downside? So he decided to begin experimenting with the possibility of this. 
That's Isn't that so cool? cool. It's so cool. So let me just pipe in here real quick and say I think this is really cool because he was becoming involved in his own healthcare yeah. and looking for some solutions that he could control. And I think it's really important for all of us to do a little more of instead of of this and instead of leaving everything up, you know, completely uh, in the hands of someone else to decide what to do. Yeah, take responsibility for right? your health to an extent. Don't just give it away to someone else. But sometimes we let the outside world bombard us so much and our bodies react to that internally. But God also created us with internal ways to counteract those things. And we need to be doing the self-care and the awareness of all our bodies are capable of and use the tools, so to speak, that God has given us. Maybe we need to be thinking about that a little bit more. Right. And yes, oftentimes we need specialists, we need doctors, we need therapists, but also God created us so amazingly that sometimes we need to stop and think, wait, what, what can I do about this on my own? What can I do that's going to influence what is going on with me? Yeah, and we need to consider laughter as one of those tools that we can introduce more often into our life, our marriage, and other relationships. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I think we didn't discover this until later on, and I'm just so grateful that we've really started to, to be attentive to this more and more. Absolutely. But, so anyway, so back to the story about uh, Norman Cousins. He had the support of one of his physicians, and he put together a regimen of introducing laughter regularly by watching movies and film that were particularly funny to him. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think that's a key point right there. God has created each of us with a sense of humor and sometimes, you know, yeah. what might be funny to me <laughs> may right. not be as funny to that you. Is, that's so true. And we all know people that have different weird senses of humor, that's right? That's right, yes. But once he identified certain things as being funny, he introduced that regimen of watching movies consistently and frequently, and he would intentionally basically exercise with laughter. So cool. Right? Yeah. So he described that after 10 minutes of laughter, this gave him the ability to sleep pain-free for two hours without the chronic pain that was almost constant. So, you know, listen, over the years, I've worked with a lot of patients mm -hmm. that have had chronic pain and yeah. sleep becomes a huge issue. It's a cycle. Yes, because they're in so much pain, they can't sleep. But then when you don't sleep well, uh, symptoms are magnified yeah. and there's more irritability and just becomes really difficult. So something that can actually give you some good sleep is incredibly ben beneficial. But, but since he was basically bedridden at the time, and so once he woke up, his nurse would turn on more of those films, he would repeat the process, and oftentimes he'd get another two hours of pain-free sleep. So, cool. so in his book, he reports that eventually his disease went into remission. It didn't happen overnight, but it did happen. It really took uh, a process of over years. But wow, how cool is that? Right, from yeah. going with no hope yeah. then. So, you know, it, it moved him into that. So, you know, I love a good laugh. And it really does make me feel better. I know it. And and sometimes, Sonny, when you go to tell a joke, you can't even get to the punchline because you start thinking about what the punchline is. And then you start laughing hysterically. And then everyone else starts to laugh. And then we don't even know what the punchline is. We're just laughing because you're laughing. Yeah, I kind of get ahead of myself. And I start <laughs> thinking about where we're going. And I, I just can't help it. So, But we were browsing on the internet uh, looking for some more information on laughter. And we came across a website, <laughs> Find 
a psychologist.org. And there was a, an article written by Lindsay Wilson Barlow entitled, the, the Physiological Effects of Laughter. Yeah, we were kind of going through this, this the, 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 what we were going to talk about, and I started laughing so hard because yeah, some, of these, I can't say it some all. of these words you were getting tongue-tied with. Yeah, so, so we've already had a good laugh this Oh, week. yeah, we have. Hey, and so we're going to put, we'll put the link in the episode notes for you. So the article was about physio- physiological effects of laughter, and she relates a good laugh to being similar to aerobic exercises in that it involves the muscles of the face, chest, abdominal, and skeletal muscles contracting and relaxing repetitively. You know, this this funny interruption can actually ease muscle tension and spasms that are a result of chronic pain. Yeah, so one of the things in the therapeutic world, we know that pain can cause spasm, and then spasm can cause pain. That's and, a never-ending so cycle. You can't one of our of goals is to try and disrupt that cycle. And wow, you know, look at this. Laughter can actually disrupt the cycle of this. It's so cool. It is. So she goes on to describe laughter in the simple terms as a total body physiological response to humor. Within the first 10 seconds of laughter, 15 facial muscles contract and relax. Your heart rate and pulse increases. Your respiration uh, rate and ventilation become irregular because of the epiglottis in the back of your throat sort of half closes the larynx. So there's a lot happening in just the first 10 seconds. The article describes that because the normal breathing pattern gets disrupted, it causes your ventilation to increase. And ventilation is the process of the exchange of air between the lungs and the ambient air. This can actually help clear mucus plugs and ramp up the exchange of air. And then that boosts your blood blood oxygen level. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I mean... And all that just... It's happening very quickly. So have you ever seen someone get really red or even like purple oh, yeah, because they laugh so hard? Right. Well, that's an extreme. Right. But that's an example of that rapid oxygen exchange that's going on through laughter. And so we have an expression that we say in physical therapy, he who breathes the most wins, I right? Because like you participate in activities and you're breathing hard and that's a really good thing. So also the article states that studies have shown that in just 20 seconds of laughter, it has the ability to double the heart rate for the following three to five minutes. That's pretty cool. So it's kind of like going out for a little jog or walk or something and you got 20 that seconds, heart rate that's increase kind of, a, kind of a hard run real for, quick. for yeah. three to five minutes. So remember, we were talking about Norman Cousins and how he used laughter to change his condition. And in his book, he also described laughter as this, a form of jogging for the innards. That's pretty Isn't that cool. good? Yeah. So... After also after about 20 minutes after an episode of laughter, heart rate, blood pressure and muscular tension drop below baseline levels. This is a good thing because this gives you a sense of physiological and psychological relaxation and calmness that occurs that can last up to 45 minutes following the person's that's last just, laugh. That's amazing. You, you, we've ex- experienced it. Hopefully you've all experienced it where you, after that deep belly laugh, man, you just get this, uh, uh, yeah. you know, this big sigh and right. you just really do almost feel like euphoric. Right. It really is. It neat. is. So think about that. What would that mental and physical rela- relaxation do for you? If you are more relaxed and calm, you might 
not also be so uptight and yeah. react negatively to some of the things. You know, you might just enjoy yourself and your spouse a little more. Practicing laughter might just help you notice things that are funny and free up your sense of humor and actually help you enjoy situations as well as other friends who know how to lighten up and enjoy life as well. I think it's safe to say we could all benefit from more laughter yeah, and not true. be so uptight at times. Yep. And I think it's really helpful to become aware of what makes you laugh and intentionally seek it out. When you don't feel like laughing, that's probably a great time to position yourself into it. Of course, there's some really sad times and situations where laughter at that moment just isn't appropriate. And Ecclesiastes 3.4 reminds us that there is a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. But when it's appropriate, I'm coming to realize that being more intentional about laughter is just as important to me as exercising, eating right, and getting enough sleep. Oh, that's so true. It, it's part of our health equation. It's healthy for our marriage. It's healthy for our relationship with others. And if you remove laughter from my life, I, I'm just not going to be the same. And right? so I'm not it, either. it's so cool, though, that God created us in this way. He thought of everything, but sometimes we don't utilize the beautiful ways he created us. I've been teaching my grandkids this experiment. It's, this pretty, so it's cool. pretty cool. So I've been in teaching them to experiment with their smiles and how they can actually make other people smile just because they're smiling. So what we'll do is I'll, we'll be going into a store and I'll have them pay attention. And when they talk to someone and smile at them, to see what happens. And then it's like our own little secret experiment going on, you know? And they see the person smile, and then they look over at me, and then they smile even bigger. So it's been really cool to teach them how their smile can become contagious to others. Right, yes, yeah, yeah. smiles are, are contagious. And so is laughter, like we said earlier. In the world of personal development and self-help, there's a lot of talk about positioning yourself into the right state of mind as you enter into endeavors. Whatever it is you're getting ready to do, if you're going in to give a presentation work or you're going into a hospital room to encourage someone, visiting a friend, or getting ready to maybe have a discussion with your spouse about finances or parenting or something difficult. Tough talks. Yeah, tough talk. <laughs> Become aware of your attitude and mindset and maybe do something that will influence your body and, and the way you are feeling as you go into these things. <laughs> it reminds me of the episode on The Office and I can't help but to recall how Dwight gets oh, yeah. into the right state of mind yeah. as he's going in to make a sales presentation. He sits in his car, turns the music up as high as he can, listens to hard rock, and plays his air guitar. All the while, Jim's hanging out outside the car, leaning calmly against the car, waiting for Dwight to get in the right state of mind for the meeting. <laughs> There's a lot to be said for paying attention to our state of mind and making adjustments to help us with our mindset and perspective, especially when decision-making and good choices weigh into the balance. Yes, absolutely. Those are key times to, right? to get yourself in the right mind. But in researching the benefits of laughter throughout the years, I found that the expression, laughter is the best medicine, has a lot of truth to it. I actually so had this sign up in front of the treadmill at work for a long time. <laughs> they, that bit, some people probably didn't think that was no, funny. No, they probably didn't. But... <laughs> But in Proverbs 17.22, it says this, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Oof. 
boy, our physical being state really does have a lot to do with what happens on the inside of our yes, body. It does. So like I said, I'm a physical therapist. I'm board certified in sports, but I've worked with a lot of different populations. And throughout the years, I've become really interested in how our mindset and perspective can actually influence our ability to heal and the outcomes that people can achieve. It affects our performance, a, a, a lot of different things. But if I have two patients with a similar diagnosis, it is amazing, but the one who has the most positive outlook and is expecting positive results usually does significantly better and they recover mm. faster than the one who's focused on, woe is me, I'm never going to be the same, I'm never going to get better. Same diagnosis, similar circumstances and abilities, totally different outcomes. Wow. So when I am able to help them shift their mindset, become aware of improvements that they've already made, tie it to their why and their hot button, bam, we are on a whole new path to recovery. And it's super exciting to watch and participate in and help someone influence the direction of where they're going. Yeah, that's been so cool to see over the years. When you find that person's hot button and help them change their mindset, their yes. state of where they're headed, Yes, man, it just, it, everything's open. Then yeah. They can just go for it. So, right. so your state of mind, your mindset, your perspective, your outlook, all influence your expectations and your results. This is going to affect your marriage. So let's tap into how God created us. In Psalm 126, verse 2, our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. So laughter has incredible benefits to your mind, but also has the ability to connect you in your relationship with others. Not only is laughter going to benefit your mind, but your heart and your soul and your physical selves, your strengths. So let's take a look again at this article, The Physiology of Laughter, and some additional benefits of laughter and some ways that we can introduce laughter more often into our day and into our marriages and other relationships. We need to remember that God created us with this superpower to change our state of being, our physiology. He knows we will benefit from laughter, and so we need to tap into it. Yeah, so here we go. Few more benefits of laughter. I think you're going to be really excited about these. The first one, it is believed that laughter stimulates the release of endorphins. And these are basically the brain's natural opiates, which are produced inside of us. Endorphins can result in a decrease in pain and a sense of euphoria. You've heard of the runner's high. Well, right. This is that release of endorphins and keflins that mm -hmm. takes place. But laughter can also decrease the secretion of the stress hormone, serum cortisol. So it's going to help you reduce stress. Yeah, so laughter can benefit the immune system. Research has shown a relationship between laughter and activation of natural killer cells and T uh, lymphocytes, a type of white blood cell, we are uh, which are important for the effective immune system functioning correctly. Yeah, so laughter can also help improve your mood. Laughter is free. You know, except maybe you're purchasing movies to watch or something, but we can at least say it's very affordable, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, laughter lacks harmful or unwanted side effects. 
except maybe if you got a hurt back or a yeah, broken true. rib <laughs> or you just had some abdominal surgery or something like that. Yeah, that is not real fun. No. You got a broken rib and but just been there, done that. Why, why is it like when when you have something like that going on, then everything seems to be funny when you can't laugh, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. <laughs> but if you're struggling with health issues or illness, moodiness, stress, I'll just bet you're going to benefit from introducing laughter more consistently yes. and more intentionally into your life. And that's going to carry over into your marriage and your relationship. Hey, it's a lot easier to get along with you if you're a happy you right? than a grumpy you, right? That's right. So it just might be exactly what you need right now with whatever is going on in your life. Remember, you can use laughter to help you change your physiology. You're not laughing at the stressful things going on in your life, but because of them. So this is gonna help you. It is a great strategy to help you in times when when it is you're going through a lot of stress and right. situ situations like that. So here's some things that you might wanna do. So start paying attention to your habit of laughter or maybe your lack of. Decide that you're going to find ways to introduce more laughter into your life and into your relationships. Yeah, also begin to use laughter as a measure of the health of your moods, your attitudes, and in your marriage relationship. If you're not smiling, you're not laughing, this could be a red flag for you like it is for us. And you might need to lighten up. Um, use some of these techniques as laughter, but also seek some wise counsel if you need to. There may be something going on where you need some, some additional help to get over it. So recall some funny stories or circumstances that have happened to you in the past. These could be great stories to share with others sometimes, and you'll spread laughter to others' lives as well. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of we used to watch these Gary Smalley tapes, and he was really good about, you know, talking about... Um, stories and introducing laughter but he often talked about sometimes when things did not go well those were the memories you remembered and they weren't funny at the time but, but then years later they became funny. hilariously yes. funny so you might be able to dig back into some things in your past and laugh at them now but you weren't able to laugh at them then exactly right yes yeah so explore your and your spouse's sense of humor and identify what really makes you laugh and they might be very different. You yeah. know, you might laugh at stuff that I don't laugh at. So, right. yeah. And choose to laugh with someone instead of at them, unless it's on a video like me and they can't see you laughing at them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, though, by enjoying laughter more and both of you understanding the power of it, then you just might get less sensitive, lighten up a little bit and be able to laugh at yourself more often, as well as not be offended when maybe your spouse gets tickled about something that you do and laughs at you. You know, and, and also you can kind of make some choices going to start thinking, I'm not going to be, um, yeah. I'm not going to get upset. Intentionally think about that. Right. When I do something goofy, instead of getting very frustrated, right. don't. You yes. know, here's a few. I'm talking to myself. Yeah, there, right. right. Me too. <laughs> here's a few more ways to bring laughter into your life from the article that we've been referencing as well. Make it a goal to laugh once per day, each day. Make it a point to identify the most amusing thing that occurred. Ooh, I like that. You know, you could have dinner together and say, "Hey, what was the highlight of your day? What What was, what was the funny? laughter highlight? Yeah. yeah, what was funny today? Yeah. yeah, that's good. Slow down and recognize absurdities that inevitably cause <laughs> occur during the day. So here, there's there's a good one too. You know, I can get very frustrated with how people drive, and <laughs> there's more people in Florida now than have ever been down here. Yeah, right. And so you know, but 
that's a great opportunity to look switch at just, it, right? Yeah, switch it. Instead, yeah. And, and actually, when you think about it, someone else's behavior, you're internalizing that if you're getting upset about it. Why? But if someone else's behavior can then internalize and be something funny, yeah. they're actually doing you a favor. That's right. right? <laughs> Their stupidity or whatever is doing you a favor. So don't get That's upset about it. That's a great way it. to look at it. Yeah, it's a great way to turn it around. All right, here's another one that she mentioned. Schedule laughter. Look forward to something. Research indicates that simply the anticipation of laughter can improve cortisol and epinephrine levels. Like like when you're laughing at your punchline before you get to it, right. you're already benefiting from the whole thing. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and then also surround yourself with a social network of people who appreciate and reciprocate your humor. So if good. you're not that funny, just get around some people that are, right? right. And that's really going to help you. Learn some jokes. Learn some yeah, funny stories. Yeah. yeah. So we hope you'll embrace the creativity with which God has created you and the gifts that he has given you through your ability to smile and laugh and enjoy life. Decide to have more fun together. Make it intentional. Lighten up if you need to. Listen, Help yourself through this difficult season if you're having a tough time. Tap into God's gift of laughter and enjoy more of your days together. We want to pray for you now. So, Father, we just thank you so much for this uh, time that we've shared together. Thank you for the laughter that we've had. Thank you, Lord, that you created us to laugh and to enjoy the benefits of laughter. And so, Lord, help us to tap into how you've created us more frequently, not just with laughter, but with, with other ways that you have created us. And, Lord, help us to appreciate them. Help us to utilize them. Help us to tap into this superpower that you have created us with. Laughter can do so many great things for us, and it can help our marriage. It can help our relationship when we learn to lighten up, when we learn to see things a little bit differently, have a different perspective and start to enjoy life more and, and, and become less offended and less sensitive to the little things in life that, that sometimes we can get in the habit of doing that. So father, we thank you that we can enjoy each other. We thank you that you've given us each other for enjoyment and laughter is a big part of that. So father, as we go, we just pray, Lord, that that over these couples listening, over every single one of them, Lord, that you would help them open their eyes to laugh more often, to connect with others and laugh with them. Lord, laughter just may be the very thing that a friend of theirs needs in their life today. So help us to learn how to share it and um, enjoy it. So Father, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for joining us, and we hope that you have a great week. Remember, pick something every day to laugh about. And maybe, hey, give us some feedback. Tell us what you found that was funny that really helped you out. You guys take care, and we'll see you soon. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we ask that you would leave a review. You don't need to write anything. Just tap the stars. It'll help us reach other couples. If you don't already, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 2B1Life. It'd be a blessing to have you join our community as we walk in faith together through life in this epic and heroic journey. Thanks for listening.